Zainab Yakobo's father and three siblings were killed by soldiers who unleashed an attack on the residents of Ibrahim El-Zabzaki, the leader of the Islamic movement of Nigeria during the Zaria massacre in 2015. Zainab, who was just 11 at the time, developed a psychological disorder after seeing multiple corpses of her relatives and other innocent members of the Shia Muslim community. Till date, she still suffers from the traumatic experience. This is Vestiges of Violence, a weekly podcast about personal stories of violence victims. For Human Uncle, I am Hamida. On several occasions, Zainab woke up trembling and crying from nightmares. The mental condition has deteriorated to the level where she now struggles with schooling. To find a lasting solution, Zainab now visits the psychiatry department of Ahmed Obello University Teaching Hospital for medical care. We thought she was going to get over the trauma after some time, but that never happened. There were days when she came to me that she had the sound of gunshots from sleep. Narikis Abdullahi was eight years old when she was abused by the soldiers. Till date, she still battles with the trauma many years later. Seeing people being killed in my presence was the worst thing that ever happened to me. I was brutalized alongside many other children of my age brackets. Nergis was later arrested and driven to the military barracks where she saw hundreds of women, including her mother, tied with ropes and paraded as terrorists. Seeing my mother molested made me really sad. There were over 300 women and children arrested. The soldiers threatened to kill us when they were taking us to the police criminal investigative department in Kaduna, but we begged them. Many years after the bloody incident, she battles trauma as a result of witnessing long hours of gunshots. I feel a great branch of sadness anytime I remember the injustice against my people and I don't think the authorities are ready to dispense justice. For Fatima Danladi, Feeling discriminated against is the cost of losing close friends to the massacre. Since she saw the soldiers kill her friends, she has become hypersensitive to shocking sounds. I lost my childhood friends to heartless soldiers. I won't count myself lucky for escaping death because life has no meaning to me since then. I've never felt discriminated against until soldiers killed my friends. Fatima is also battling depression. Making new friends has been difficult for her, as she claimed to be discriminated against by people who believe that it is a crime to be a member of IMN. We crawled together, walked together, ran together, cried together and even laughed together. The only thing that separated us was sleep. I'm lonely now because I walk alone trying to cope. It has not been easy. I cry every day because it's terrible. 
Rauda Abdullahim, was 15 during the incident. Her family members were not planning to visit Malam El Zakzaki's residence that Saturday until they got a call that the compound was under attack. I hid in the toilet for several hours, but still had to come out when I noticed the soldiers were approaching where I was. As I made the move to run, I was shot in the back and left to die. After weeks in the hospital, Rauda returned home. But she still lives with the trauma. She now has nightmares, seeing soldiers hanging guns on their shoulders. I feel so bad anytime I remember this because it was not easy. Akinwande Oguntuashe, a psychiatrist, explained that the children's challenges came as a result of their near-death experiences. Well, the children are facing post-traumatic stress disorder. You know, because of their early exposure to violence, they need to be helped so that they won't remember what happened to them in the past. The current situation the children are faced with may lead to long-term disability, and some of them may end up committing suicide. Children and women caught up in the Zaria massacre of December 2015 are yet to get their lives in order as they struggle with distressing memories. This is an episode of Vestiges of Violence. It was reported by Adeju Mokabir, written by Tracy Allen Izechuku, and edited by Adeju Mokabir. Production by Atahi Rejibrin. All dramatizations in this episode are based on actual interviews conducted with the subjects. Voice acting by Rama Jibrin, Chigoze Victor, Hawa Said, Khadija Gidado, and Yakin Akinwali. The multimedia editor is Anthony Asemota. The executive producer is Ahmed Selkida. For more stories, go to humanangle.org and find more episodes wherever you get your podcasts. I am Hamida. <laughs>